Hey, 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 happy Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you guys so much for joining me for yet another episode. I want to just start off by telling you guys, I appreciate you. I appreciate you first and foremost for believing in yourself and for believing in this mission that God has graced me to have. You guys already know what it is. Here on Tuesday with Tamika, we believe in lifting as we climb. We believe in living a life to inspire and not impress. We believe in turning our trials into treasures and most importantly, we believe in allowing God to fully restore us. So I have a quote, well, not really a quote. It's more of a scripture for you guys today. I stumbled across this word and I thought, man, this would be a really good encouraging word for the TWT family. And it's, it's found in norm, uh, Numbers 6, 24 through 26. And it says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So here in Southern California, for those of you that are Southern California natives, you guys know, well, California natives, I should say, we have this big election that is taking place this Tuesday. And we, first and foremost, we have a civic duty to make sure we do what's right. But we also know that we have dual citizenship. Not only are we citizens here, but we are citizens of the King. We are citizens of heaven. And we have the, the word of God says that we can bring, call things that are in heaven to be here on earth. So believe it or not, you guys, we can have peace, as this scripture says. We can have God's face to shine upon California with all the wickedness and all the things that we have going on in this uh, state. God can turn things around. But here's the thing. We have to believe it. We have to trust God. We have to know what his word says, and we have to know who we are. All right, y'all, that's my spiel. I wanted to just give you that good word. Sometimes we spend so much time listening to the media, listening to the false prophets of the media, listening to the, you know, the fear-based news. And you guys already know what I believe about uh fear. It's false evidence appearing real. Now it's time to, for us to crack open them Bibles, go in and dust it off if you have to, so we can get to the truth of the matter, so we can get to what the word of God says. I want to encourage you guys this week. Do yourself a favor. It is beautiful that we have technology in the palm of our hands and we have, you know, our phones on our, on our, our Bibles on our phone. But I want to encourage you to get your Bible. Open up the book, fill the pages, read what thus saith the Lord. Something magical happens when you do that. You are able to feel the presence of the Lord. All right, y'all, I ain't going to preach a whole sermon in this here episode, in this introduction. I do have an amazing guest. You know, for the whole month of September, I'm sorry, of August, where we at? September? We're September. We in September. For this whole month of September, we are talking about generational curses. Now I have, listen, y'all better hold on to your seats because it's already hot. This mic is already hot. And, and through this recording device, I know that my sister is about to bring the 
fire. So I need you to grab your water. I need you to grab your pens. I need you to grab your notebooks. And I need most importantly for you to listen with the spirit. Listen with your spiritual eyes. I need you to, to, to move, ask God to remove the wax out of your ears, to remove the blinders off of your eyes. Because we about breaking some generational curses. We can't turn our trials into treasures unless we start to break those generational curses. So without further ado, in my preacher voice, and my church voice, I want to introduce to some and present to others my good sister, evangelist, dare I say, Jessica. Sis, you got a minute? Hey, 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 sis, you got a minute? I do. Hello, hello. Woo, hello, sis. I know you are feeling the fire of God you know, between these mics, I want you just to first and foremost, give the TWT family, let them know who you are. They already know that I don't bring anybody to the podcast unless I believe that they have something encouraging, inspiring, and uplifting to say. So tell us a little bit more about you. First and foremost, thank you so much, Sister Tamika, for just having me on. Um, I appreciate that. You know, it's not every day you get called up by Tuesday with Tamika. (laughs) You know, so I was excited already just to come on here. And so as you know, as my sister said, my name is Evangelist Jessica. I have, um, my goodness, been walking with God for about eight and a quarter years. Um, But I mean, walking with God, I mean, an arrested relationship with the Lord. I wasn't the one who grew up in the church. I wasn't the one I in and out of church. I spent 24 years of military service. But when God did a suddenly, he suddenly, he quickened me and he changed my heart. Mm -hmm. He transformed my life. I mean, I was at the age of in my late thirties when I came to know Christ. And so I am on fire for God right now. Um, I do radio. We are low. We are on K praise, just speaking to others across the County, across Southern California, all the way up high one Oh highway one Oh one, just sharing the gospel. Like my sister here is just letting you all know that, look, you have people out here who are warring for your soul. You have people like myself, like Tamika, just going out there, others who really are fighting the good fight for Christ. And I know she brought me on because I know for without a shadow of a doubt, I know that some of you are where I used to be. Notice that word used to be. And so I'm just so happy to be on here. Um, my goodness, I don't even know what to say. The Holy Spirit is so thick here. Right I now. mean, it's thick. Hallelujah. It is Hallelujah. thick. You can cut it with a knife. Yes. And I, I definitely, I like, I like that. I like how you said where you used to be. And a lot of times where we used to be, I, I, I use this analogy of things that were given to us, right? So it, it's not as if you chose some of the 
the spaces and the places that you were at, but it was generational. So maybe great, great grandmother and then great grandma and great, great grandma or great grandfather and your daddy, your mama, right? So they passed some of these things down that caused you to be in that used to be place. I want us to talk, I, I really want you to share your testimony of, of the things that you've overcome and the generational curses that as a warrior for Christ, you had to fight through. I, I don't know if you guys missed it. She said that she is ex-military, so she spent several years fighting for her country, but that was probably an easy fight compared to the spiritual fight that she had to fight. So fighting for her babies, fighting for her grandbabies, fighting for her children, she had to literally fight. I want to talk about some of those fights that you had to have and where you are today. Oh my gosh. Y'all, there are so many fights that the Lord had to battle for me. Yeah. I just had to be obedient and be still. See, when I began to walk with God, here it was, guys. This is just the truth and raw realness right here. I was a mom of, at the time, four children. Mm -hmm. When I gave birth to uh, two older children, I was a teen mom. This is before I joined the military. I actually joined the military to escape my life, to escape mm. motherhood, to escape what they called me because I was a single parent in the 90s, to escape being a being from a single parent to be a single parent. Everybody else in my family being single parents. Yeah. Nobody ever had like a, a, a healthy marriage in our families. Um, there was really never no solid foundation um, in our families. And when I mean by solid foundation, I don't mean just a house built. I mean, a solid foundation in Christ. Nobody knew it was like, kind of like, oh yeah, let's just drop them off at catechism and just go, mm. you know? So there was really no structure. So here I was with these one child at 16, another child at 19 and a half and going through this vicious cycle of just dysfunction. And it carried on. And then finally I left that all went away. I, I tucked my children away. Those older mm. two, when I joined the service, I didn't mention them. I didn't tell nobody about them. I wanted to be like everybody else in my mind. Everybody was just walking right and was good to go, but everybody was messed up mm. missing God. We didn't have God in our life. And it wasn't too long after that. Um, I got married. Um, and I was like, okay, great. Now I have the marriage. We have another set of kids. We had a set of twins and everything looked perfect on the outside, Tamika, everything. Mm -hmm. We had these cars. We were both serving the military, you know, going through this military roles, you know, trying to be on top of things. And it's just life caught up. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of that, I had one of my twins get um, cancer. He got childhood leukemia mm -hmm. and um, he was healed from that. Praise God. Five years later, fully healed. But it was still, everybody's like, oh, well, my grandmother passed from leukemia. And then my son got leukemia. And it was just like, here we go. With all wow. these like generational things, single parentness, illnesses, uh, in and out of dysfunctional relationships. Mm. Just a whole gamut of things, whole gamut of things. Yes. Wow. You know, that... Thank you for sharing that. You know, you're sharing things with me that I didn't even know. And I, I appreciate your open and honesty because I believe 
that that is what heals us, right? Uh, my audience knows I speak very openly about we can't heal what we hide. And sometimes it's hard, especially in the African-American and Latino families, we just sweep everything under the rug. We say, you know what? What happens in this house stays in the house. You don't tell anybody, but we don't have that solid foundation. So I, I hear your, your fire and your fervor, you know, um, the things that you used to be, you are no longer. And, and we're going to talk about you guys. She has an amazing ministry called The Secret Place. So when we get to our community spotlight, I definitely want her to share all of that. But Jessica, how did you get from there to this space? Like you guys, she is in this this amazing space, you know, where she's happy, she's healthy, she's serving the Lord on fire what did you do? You know, psychology teaches us, and, and I, I am a firm believer, you know, I work in the mental health field, so I know therapy, I know journaling, I know all that, that stuff works. But some battles, the word of God says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? But against principalities and spiritual things and wickedness in high places. Some things are spiritual. How did you break some of these curses? What was your plan of attack? I know in the military, they teach you guys, you got to have a plan of attack, right? So what was your plan of attack, sis? So my plan of attack, well, honestly, guys, I didn't have one at the time because I didn't know the Lord. Mm. Okay, I didn't know God. And as my marriage faded off and as I became, I was in a sinful nature, my life was sinful. Okay, I did things in my marriage I shouldn't have done, mm. you know, and I'm free from all of that. Thank you, Jesus. But I stepped out in my marriage. I was never happy. It didn't matter what I had. Mm. It didn't matter what I looked like. I could be 115 pounds fit to be an overweight from after having a child. I was so insecure. I was looking for, I have been looking for all the right things in the beginning that led up to everything. And it was like, this man don't do this, don't this man don't do that. But deep down inside, I didn't hear, I didn't see Jessica. I don't even think I knew who Jessica was. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so it took many years. And then I hit rock bottom in a, another dysfunctional relationship right after that. Here I am in a dysfunctional, toxic relationship. My performance at work started to decline. Here I'm hitting at the top of my game getting ready to retire at 20 years. And here I am having a downslope because of this toxic generational, or actually it was a toxic relationship because not, because see what happens guys is when we think we got it all together or when we step into new relationships, we take the old person with us. Yes, ma'am. I took that old wretched woman into the next relationship, thinking that it was going to be all good you know, and everything was going to be perfect because now I got a man who does X, Y, and Z. That was the worst relationship I've ever been in my life. Mm. But that relationship, I'm going to thank God for that relationship because what the devil means for evil, the Lord will turn it around. And what took me to Christ was that busted relationship. Here I was not promoting in the Navy. Here I was um, just living dysfunction, paycheck to paycheck, not having enough money, all of a sudden I'm 39 and what the heck I'm divorced. I ruined my life. My, all my children, I, they're probably hating me right now. Mm. The twins, the older two who I'm trying to, I, I can never make up for what I had did. And now I'm pregnant at the age of 39 mm. years old. 
and I'm supposed to retire. And all this hit me all at once. We'll see the great thing was I hit my knees and I'm gonna tell y'all something. I had probably had alcohol in my system probably for two days straight because I didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah. And that was the only way to come out of it. Call yeah. everybody, tell everybody my issues. You call them, you call them. And you get a dial tone because not everybody wants to hear your issues, okay, over and over and over again. They done talk to you for 10 hours. And then you hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom and I had a friend of mine tell me, Jess, you should come to church with me. I was like, I don't want to go to church. Church ain't going to do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days later, she came to pick me up. First, she fed me. Come on. She's like, you're pregnant. You don't need to be, you've got to keep this baby. God wants you to keep this baby. Mm. It's the right thing to do, Jess. And I was like, I just broke because finally somebody reached out to me that cared. Yeah. And made me feel like I still have value, a little bit of value in me. Because see, guys, for 40 something years, I had no value. 39 Mm -hmm. years, I had no value. I didn't value Jessica because I love Jessica. Mm. Jessica didn't know how to love. I end up going to that church, y'all. And I kept going to church every single day because it was the only thing I could cling on to at that moment. Yeah. And probably about, Tamika, 135 altar calls in three and a half months. Things all were starting to shed, but every time I would get mad, I would go back to that old person. Mm. So process, but what took me there, this is what took me to Christ. One, I hit rock bottom. Two, I had had enough of living a life that I try to control everything, the way I look, the way I spoke, uh, how I got promoted, everything, my relationships, I had to come to find out I had no control over any of it. I had like what the Bible said, I probably had given my life over to a retrograde mind. I couldn't even hear God. I didn't even, didn't even know that you could actually carry his spirit down on the inside of you. Yeah. And it became to a place where one day I was at a conference, probably less than four months later, y'all, I was praising and worship, made an altar call. And all of a sudden I just said, God, take it all. Mm. I give you this pregnancy. I give you my children. I give you my marriage. I give you my dysfunctional relationship. I give you my finances. I give it all to you. If your word says that you died on the cross for me, then I'm going to take you up on that word. Yeah. That everything that I've done, you said you'll forgive me and that it will go away and I, there will be no more. Yeah. And everything that you say, that this man on this pulpit is preaching, then I want it. Mm. I want to be free because who the sun sets free is free indeed. Yes, I wanted is. to sleep at night. I didn't want no night tears. I wanted to be free because see my heart y'all was so broken. Mm. I was so broke on a bedroom. I would cry. It's so sad. I lived in a town hall. I rented a condo. Then my neighbor, one day she came out. She's like, Miha, I used to hear you cry every mm, night, every God. night, every night for almost a year. Wow. That's because my heart was so broken. I was a whopping mess. But see, God loved me right where I was. He loved me so much that he reminded me of his love. When I caught that fire, when I caught that Holy Ghost, is and when I surrendered, repented and surrendered, I started to chase the Lord. I repented for things, y'all, that I knew that I couldn't 
handle anymore. And let me tell y'all something. The cure for generational curses is repentance. Yeah, come on. Because see, I didn't say, well, he did that. She did that. Mama did this. This did, it was none of that. The Lord said, now that you know who I am, amen. The Lord said, follow me. Yes. And I had to come from a repentive heart because my heart had to be softened so I could be transformed. Thank you, Lord. From the inside and out. And that's what brought me into my ministry years later. That's what brought me into the abundance overflow. I know y'all can't see none of this, but God has blessed my life, not only in financial uh, situations, but he's blessed my life. You know that I have an actual full on godly relationship with my older children. Thank you, Lord. And my ex-husband and my babe all my babies and i get to raise my daughter the right way we break in generational curses ah uh, oh so good jessica you literally took the words out of my mouth right as you were saying it the holy spirit dropped on my heart and said title this podcast surrender and you said you know you had to surrender so i am going to do a quick recap you guys she said It took 135, 36, 37. She didn't care how many times it took. That's what it takes, you guys. You have to go over and over and over. Here's the thing. Some of you listening to the podcast, you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s, you're in your 50s. You did not start, the the behavior didn't start today. There's years behind and then generations, right? Maybe 400, maybe 400 years back, 200 years, however many generations back, you have to keep going. You have to keep pressing into God. She surrendered. She said, Lord, here it is. Here it all is, right? You have to be vulnerable. See, God already knows. She said, look, you had a kids, have the marriage, have the relationship I ain't supposed to be in. That sound like the woman at the well, right? When he said, listen, the man you with right now, that ain't even your husband. And she said, she said, whatever, right? She just went to God with full transparency, full vulnerability and said, here it all is. And then she surrendered. And then most importantly, so if you write these down, it's transparency and vulnerability, surrender. And then the most important one is repent, repent. Y'all know I give you guys a lot of inspiration on this podcast. I am always talking about the love and how for you to take care of yourself. None, None of that can work if you don't repent. If you don't throw your feet at the altar and say, Lord, forgive me. And then bonus, she said that she threw God's promises back to him. She said, look, your word says, if I do these things, your word says, if I trust you, your word says that you will forgive me and throw it in the sea of forgetfulness and remember it no more. So she gave God's word back to him. And we serve a God that he cannot lie. When we give his word back to him, he is faithful and just to fulfill Uh those promises and to fill those words. And I am looking, as she said, y'all can't see it, but I see this beautiful space that she's in going from living paycheck to paycheck, living in poverty. I know her personally, you guys, she has a 
gift of giving. God has graced her to be able to give and give out of her abundance, give out of her overflow. She ain't giving from, okay, I got a little bit of meat and I'll give you half of that meat and I'll keep the, no, God has blessed her because she was obedient and she surrendered to the process and she repented of her faults. So now she is, well, I don't want to tell your testimony, but now says where let now let's move into present day. The generational curses are broken. You guys, we did a conference and her baby girl, her oldest daughter sat on that conference and watched her mom preach the word of God and watched her mama testify. And you would have never known that, that this, the story that she was telling about how her, you know, her kids, she wasn't a part of, you would never have known. That's the type of God we serve. God is a restorer. Restore. You guys know that's what God has given me. Restore means to bring back. God has the ability to bring everything back to the way it was originally was supposed to be. So just tell the people where God has you now. And let's go ahead and move into community spotlight as well. I want them to know all about the secret place and what's going yes. on with that. So good. So good. Thank you, Lord. So when I had really was on fire for the Lord, I signed up for Bible college. I wanted to do every class and I did those things. And I was like, I don't read my Bible. I need to read a Bible. So I went looking y'all for a Bible with big letters. Cause I was like, I don't like them tiny letters. <laughs> so I went and found a big, I got a Bible cause I needed it for class. Go figure. And I started reading my word. And then one day I heard without a shadow of a doubt, I was like, now this is what people mean when the Lord speaks to you. Mm. He said to me, go clean out your closet. And I was like, but Lord, I have a two bedroom town condo. The closets are walking, but they're not that big, but okay. So I was like thinking, okay, maybe he wants me to go in here. So that's exactly what I did it was something like from the war room, right? Uh -huh. I got a warrior, a war room. So I was like, I'm about to get a war room. So I go in there, y'all. I clean out my closet. I move all my clothes. I give half of them away and I move all the other clothes to my daughter's uh, closet in her room. And now I'm sitting in this empty closet and I'm like, now what, Lord? He said, this is your secret place. Mm. This is where you're going to come and meet me every day. He's like, I didn't mean for you to like literally clean out your closet. I needed you to find a space for me and you where we can talk, where you mm. can continue to be vulnerable, where you can, because you know, guys, just because we do it once don't mean we don't stop. Yeah, keep doing it because see, it's a process. It's a process to be restored. We don't get restored automatically overnight. That's why we continue to stay in the Word. That's why we continue to 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 read God's Word and spend time with God because it's in the Word is where the transformation takes place. Yeah. So I would go to my. I feel the Holy Spirit. I would go into my secret place and I would just be like, "Where are you?" For the first like week, I didn't hear nothing. It was just like me, these four walls, and, and I hope I didn't hear my neighbors. But that was pretty much it. On the almost third or fourth day, don't quote me on that, I just remember I had a really bad day at work. I found out I didn't promote again. And, um, you know, I was having issues with, uh, with child custody and things of that nature that well, I was just getting ate up. And I ran to that closet and I began to do it again. I grabbed a hold of the carpet and I said, Lord, okay. 
You said I can come and be here at this secret place. I'm in this secret place with you, but you're not here. Mm. And I'm going through X, Y, and Z. And you said that if I meet you here and I give you everything, that you will fix this for me. And I begin to cry and I begin to grab a paper from like, I have paper just because I remember y'all try to make it like the war room. So I begin to grab these little tablet papers and I begin to write. I begin to tell God everything. Look, this ain't working. That ain't working. This ain't working. But but you said this. You said that. And that's when he showed up. Mm. He said, I'm a holy God. And I love you. And I told you to come here because I'm going to take it all away. My God. But you need to be patient, Jessica. Because I'm doing something in you. I used to go to that closet. I'd be like, but God, this person. God, that person. And the Lord said, <laughs> I'm working on you. Mm. I got them. Yeah. I'm their God. You ain't their God. So I begin to war in that secret place and I begin to put it all down because that is where I got my, that's where I got the name, the secret place. The Lord said I was going to build a ministry called the secret place. Mm. And the Lord said, you're not going to find this in the four walls of a church. You're not going to find this uh, listening to pastors and pastors and pastors on tv you gonna find this because i'm gonna tell you what's going on i'm gonna heal you i'm gonna take care of your enemies i'm gonna change your language in your mouth i'm gonna change your name like i did jacob i'm gonna do everything that i said i am but i need you to stay right here in the secret place and commune with me and watch me go to work Jesus. Okay, Lord. So from that point, I had this name called Secret Place. Then all of a sudden, pandemic happened. And I was like, okay, but I was still getting flooded. All of a sudden, my last year in the military, I built a secret place. I had to move. God provided another house, got into this rental before you know it. Fast forward, made a secret place under the stairs where I would run there. And mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, okay. Now I know what generational curses are. We about to break it up in here. And I began to war for my family. I began to war against sickness. Oh, did I all tell y'all too at that moment? The doctor said, oh, you got cancer. Jesus. I said, no, I don't. I got cancer. And the Lord said, you're going to have to go through some things, but I'm going to heal you from head to toe. It wasn't even three and a half months. That sucker was gone, hadn't came back and healed me. And I just began to worship the God that I serve. And I stood on Malachi 3.10. And I said, Lord, if you could do it for my health, do it for my finances. And he began to take me from a credit score of 492 to 8.15 in less than three and a half months. And before you know it, he said, get ready because I'm going to give you, I'm going to put you in a place. You're going to buy a house. You're going to own a house. You ain't going to rent from nobody no more. And the Lord moved me within less than seven months into the condo that I own right now. Let me tell you something, guys. I just signed for an $802,000 home. I'm about to be moved up here in a couple of months. But God, that when you go to the secret place, there's something that when you're there, God will do things that no man can do. Mm-hmm. People are probably like, how did you do that? How'd they, how'd they deliver your brand new Mercedes during COVID-19? I said, only my God can do something like that. I'm going to tell you guys Ooh. something. It's not even about the stuff, y'all. It's not about the house, the cars, the being out of debt. It's about knowing who your father is. It's about knowing that your daddy is going to take care of you. It's about 
Okay, now that I know the tools, because see, Jesus said, when I go, I'm going to give you authority, authority to cast out demons, authority to heal the sick. He said, now take my authority and do it in your own life. Mm. I stood on every word and that birthed the ministry. It birthed a ministry called the secret place. Then I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> Bought podcast equipment, sat on it for about six months until recently. Yes. My I went God. Go, I went to go and <laughs> Jesus take over to me. Oh my God. You guys, if your heart is not, whew, first uh, and foremost, find yes. your secret place. I'm here to tell you guys, things are broken when you plug into God. Now, now I am full transparency. This is ministering to me because during the pandemic, I was plugged in and I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and I would war and I would, you know, and, and recently, you know, within the last month or two, life, you know, life happens and life is back moving and, and I've, I fell off and I have not been visiting my secret place. And I get these little taps on the shoulder in the middle of the night, or I get these little nudges, or I get these little where God's like, Hey, Hey, remember, remember me? Remember, remember that time we used to have in the morning? And I, I'm, I'm sharing that because I know there's somebody listening to this and you're probably like, I wake up every morning at the same time and I don't know what to do with that. Or God keeps telling me to drive this way and just park in this park and, and just sit in my car for a few minutes. Or, or maybe he tells you in the middle of the night to just walk around your house. Or maybe he tells you at four o'clock in the afternoon to go take this walk and just walk this path. That's your secret place. God is trying to get you to that secret place because he loves you so much that he wants that private time with you. And there is nothing. You heard my sister. She said 492, 482. That's busted credit to an 815. That means she could walk into anywhere and say what she wants. And it's not, we don't go to the secret place for those things. We go to the secret place for the restoration. We go to the secret place because when, when the cancer comes, cause it will, when the sickness comes, when your kids start acting a fool, when all these things, it's like a, it's like a deposits, right? The secret place is a deposit. If you go to the bank and you try to withdraw money, but you ain't got nothing in that sucker, they going to say, I'm sorry for you. You're going to be overdrawn. Many, oh my God, many of you are overdrawn because you have not been making deposits into the secret place. And I'm not here to lecture you because you already know this podcast is hitting a little different today because it's hitting those spots. It's hitting that heart, those heart, heart postures. And God isn't telling you, telling me, telling all of us, come to me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We are looking for it. And, and listen, I'm a whole life coach. I got a whole business to run, but you ain't going to find it in your life coach. You ain't going to find it in your, your homegirls over the over FaceTime. You're not going to find it in your pastors or your, you're not, you only find this rest in God. So my sister has this beautiful ministry 
the secret place. And they are, I, I want you to, as we're getting ready to wrap up, because I just want people to know what happens when you surrender to God, when you take the relationship that you, that, that's what it's about. It's about relationship. When you take the relationship that you have with him seriously, the blessings that follow. So I know that you are now on K-Praise. And you guys, I know there, there's so much beautiful things. She has the beautiful home that she's, you know, her and her baby girl are going to be moving into. Um, I, I'm here to believe that the husband about to pop up here soon, right? <laughs> We definitely receive that in the name of Jesus. Amen. So how can the TWT family find you? How can they support K, or not K praise, but the secret place? How can we support this ministry? Where do we listen? I, I, I know it's still up and running. Things are starting getting in the process, but we yeah. want to be front. We want front row tickets when this thing okay. is ready to go. <laughs> For those of you who are local listeners here in California, especially Southern California, I air live on 6.30 a.m. every Sunday on K-Praise. You can catch it on kpraise.com. You can catch it at 96.1 a.m., I believe, and then 121 FM, if I'm correct. Look, see, this is how new it is to me, y'all. <laughs> um, but most importantly, everything is downloaded. If you miss it, it's downloaded on podcast, which you can find on my website, which is www.gotothesecretplace.com. You'll find out all the information about me. Y'all, we are getting ready to start up a 21-day Go to the Secret Place Challenge. And this is where I'm able to do what the Lord told me to do. Show them how to come and find me. Show them where they can come and they can lay it all down. And let me do a restored transformation in each person that's coming. And we all know that it takes 21 days for somebody to to really start moving and motivating and changing little things and habits. But really guys walking with God and being restored is a, is a lifetime and it's a lifetime of continuously walking because when we fall, we get back up. Mm -hmm. But the best part is, you know, when we have things that happen in our families, it stops with us. Yeah. No more generational curses. I'm not going to have my daughter be a single parent. I'm not going to be having my family members live in poverty. Matter of fact, God has already shown up and showed out in my generation. My son just signed for a brand new home two and a half weeks ago. My eldest son, yes. a brand new home, just, just signed for one. We ain't living like that. So bottom line is, you know, this is where you can find me. Um, I'm on all podcast platforms. So you could just go to your smart device and tell them, hey, go to the secret place and you'll catch all of my shows there. Awesome. So we will definitely have all Jessica's information in the show notes for you to be able to listen, for you to be able to support, to follow her. Jessica, as you were talking, I heard Holy Spirit say for the 21 day secret place challenge, I want to donate the 21 day gratitude journal to go in hand with that. So you let me know off air, we'll get together. Uh, We could do the audio version or we could do the hard copies, whatever, you know, works best for you. I will make sure we get those over to everyone that needs that. Um, But here we are, here we are TWD family. I wanna just thank you, Jessica, for taking this time to share, you know, your story, to share how you, 
you really, you know, surrendered to God and broke these generational curses. And, and we can see the fruit of your labor. My pastor was talking about today that a bad tree cannot produce good fruit and a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. So you have definitely, you're good. It's good fruit, you guys. Sowing into the secret place, believing into the secret place. You will have good fruit that comes from it, my sister. I, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for standing your ground. And sometimes when we're breaking these generational curses, we are the only one. We are the only one, but it, it's all worth it. It is all worth it. TWT family continue to live a life to inspire and not impress that's what that's all about right breaking them generational curses continue to lift as you climb continue to allow God to turn your trials into treasures and continue to allow God to fully restore you go on over to my website and get the 21 day gratitude journal for the rest of this month, if you use the code Healed Girl Summer, you will get it for 40% off, y'all. That is like, it's only like $13. And if you go to any of my, uh, if you go to my website, Tuesday with Tamika, all the merch, everything, you can get anything off of my um, website for 40% off. That means some of the products will only be like 2 or $3, y'all. Take advantage of this now. I love y'all. Until next Tuesday. Bye-bye.